Thank you for tuning to Jam Happy Hour, a podcast with a heavy pour of wine and music presented by Jam Sellers. We're taking you back to our super special Sweet Relief Benefit show from October 28th of 2022, when we got to hang out with Levi Evans. We chatted with him about the start of his music career, his art, and got to jam out with his poppy tunes. During this episode, we were popping the perfect party pour, Butter Bubbles. And you can find butter in all of our easy-to-love wine over at jamsellers.com slash buy, where we also have our super handy wine find. Just pop in your zip code and get a list of all the stores in your area that supply our wine. We've also got a deal for all you jam fans that are tuning in for today's episode. Stock up on all of your favorite wines and have them shipped directly to your door at no additional cost when you order six bottles or more at our jam store. All you have to do is head over to jamsellers.com slash shop. Enter the code jamhappyhour at checkout and shipping's on us. So without further ado, grab a glass, sit back and get ready to jam out and wind down. This is Jam Happy Hour, poured by Jam Sellers. Cheers indeed. Welcome into the Jam Happy Hour, benefiting Sweet Relief Musicians Fund. My name is Jana. I am super thrilled to be joined tonight by Mr. Levi Evans, jumping in with us from the West Coast. Hello. So good. Thank you for being a part of this hour where we literally get to hang out and sip wine and listen to your music, get to know you a little bit better and raise money for an amazing cause. Amazing. It's it. I think with the pandemic, like when everything happened and so much of, you know, live music and touring and everything just kind of like came to that sudden halt. Um, we didn't, you know, the relief fund was around before that, but then, you know, it really kind of got kicked into the fact that we do connect now through technology and you can be in your home and I can be in my home and earn the tasting room and we can do these performances and raise money for a cause that does benefit not just uh, musicians, but backline, front of the house, concessions, uh, merch. It's like, it's such a beautiful thing to just celebrate live music with. So thank you for being here. Of course, it's a pleasure. I know uh, you grew up in and around live music. Uh, I think, you know, if we were if we were lucky enough to grow up in a house full of music, I think you were always. I know I was always a fan of like going to shows and going to, you know, whether it was like the little neighborhood local thing, like the cover band at the neighborhood pool, or you know, all the way up to like my first show was like Madonna and the Beastie Boys. It kind of blew my mind a little bit. Um, that live music vibe. Once you get stung by that bee, there's no going yeah. back. For sure. And uh, I know you're a big fan of live music. We'll get into that in just a little bit because um, I've got some notes kind of tucked away. But what I love about the Jam Happy Hour for Sweet Relief is your fans can come in and get to know you a little bit better, get to know us a little bit better. And our fans can get to know you a little, better, a little bit better. So, Levi, if someone is just meeting you for the very first time, what's your vibe? My vibe? Um you know, sing song, singer songwriter. I had a lot of influences. You know, I started off, uh, I first started making music when I was like 16 and it was just for fun. And I was with some friends and we were really just doing, yeah. And, but we were, it was different. I was doing a lot more (laughs) hip hop beats and writing silly verses here and there. And then, you know, when it was time to go to college, uh, I was like, what am I going to do? So, uh, (laughs) I was like, well, I'm having fun doing this. So like, why not just keep doing this? So I went to Miami uh, University of Miami in Florida, mm-hmm. but I only lasted a semester. Um, uh, no, but it's okay. Tough. I was like, you know, I, had, I was having too much fun. That was the, that was the problem. You know, I was trying to do my homework. I was in the dorms and I'd hear like at the beach, you know, anyway, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. And then just, you know, I've just been doing writing since then and just yeah. pursuing it. Yeah. So you were into like early, like, uh, like was that nineties hip hop? 
Yeah, I was. What, um, what was your bag? What were you into? Man, I really liked like, well, obviously the classics, you know, like, you know, Nate Dogg and Snoop Dogg and all those guys yeah. and some other guys like Drew Down, which is like, was who I had an obsession with for a while. Um, he was like West Coast mm -hmm. um, guy kind of around the same time. Um, South yeah, Florida had a huge scene too, though. I yeah. mean, with the whole like two life crew and like the, all the stuff that was coming out of Florida at that time was just like, yeah, no, um, I, that's what I grew up on. I had one friend cause I, I cause I moved here from Dublin when I was 14 mm -hmm. and it took me a while to make friends. Uh, when I first moved out here and I, I had one buddy and we'd hang out all the time and right. all he, he just took over the ox. So like, I didn't have any, and I, I was kind of, you know, I was all good. So he just played music and I, we just kind of listened to whatever he had to, you know, whatever he was playing. And so I just, for like, I was under a rock for like two years, you know, where I was just like hanging out with him and just listening to whatever was on his playlists. Sure. Um, so that really influenced kind of when I first started making music, how, you know, I was just doing it for fun. And then, yeah, grew up, matured a bit and started writing on playing instruments more. So you just used a term that I think I just fell in love with. And if I heard it correctly, took over the ox. Yeah. As in the oxery chord. To yeah. Play was, what, uh, oh, I, mm -hmm. I like that. Just, yeah. For two I years, like he had it. It was crazy. <laughs> you, you just played whatever. You were no control whatsoever. You were getting was, a crash course in American 14-year-old music. Yeah, I mean, I was I was with it, though. I was like, I, I like the sound of this. You know, why? I don't, I don't know anything to play. Besides, you know, he, he was strictly into that. And I, I wasn't going to stop him from, you know, listening to his tune. So, you know. Do you remember, like, the first piece of music that you actually went out and physically purchased with your money? Um. No, but I remember, I can remember the, the first CD that I didn't buy with my money, but um, the Demon Days CD by Gorilla or Gorillas, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, when that, I was in, I was in France on a road trip, funnily enough, and mm -hmm. we just, you know, we had CDs. You know, I was, I must have been, oh man, that came out in two thousand five, so I must have been like five. Um, oh my god, that and I just hurts. remember had. <laughs> Yeah, that album. I still I had the like CD you. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that I just had that that CD on repeat, and I remember that's yeah. Anyway, so I literally just saw the Gorillas in concert on Friday night, uh, last oh, Friday, wow. uh, here in Orlando, and it's it's so crazy. Uh, they 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 are still just so cutting edge. They're still yeah. just doing things that nobody else is doing. But I guess like you know when you have that kind of an influence, you know, that when they came on the scene, who's doing a cartoon band? That's crazy. And then, no, oh, they are, and they're still yeah. doing it, but now they're mm -hmm. doing it live. And so I'm yeah. a huge fan of the gorillas. I can kind of understand, um, that is that hip hop beat. That is something different, but at the same time, like what a transformative piece of music to just kind of like lock on to because yeah. they had so many sounds going on in that. I don't even know what genre you would put them in. Yeah, seriously. I, I mean, it varies for whatever, whatever track they were doing. So, mm -hmm. and yeah. Well, I hate to pigeonhole, but do, do you think of yourself in a certain genre? Or are you too also, or like I'm pulling in all these influences from everywhere. I feel like a lot of artists nowadays because of just the industry and streaming and everything and, mm -hmm. and just everyone's taste is so broad. So I think with artists too, it's, you know, that's kind of showing a lot more. So yeah, with me, I have, tracks that are have still have hip hop beats, you know, and then, and then more mm -hmm. guitar and then like just straight up rock tracks. So yeah, I don't, I'm still trying to figure it out. Honestly, I don't know what I'm, I'm there's still, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. Hey, honestly, I don't think we ever actually figure it all the way out. I think it's I'm all starting to learn that more as I'm, I just turned 23 on Tuesday. Happy birthday. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, 
And yeah, I don't think that was kind of a realization. I was like, yeah, you know, it's all good. Don't have yeah, it figured I, out, but I don't think anyone does. So it's like, you know, oh, getting there. trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a journey. That's for sure. As we are on this musical journey here tonight, I know we're going to jump in. We're going to play some songs, but I want to remind everybody we're also here for a great cause with Sweet Relief Musicians Fund. So how it works is for every like, every comment, every share, every thumbs up, every happy face, like no matter what you do in the comments, we, not you, we, we will donate a dollar to the Sweet Relief Fund just for you enjoying the music here with Levi, with us tonight. I would love to jump in on the first song. What would you like to play for us this evening? Um, so this is sort of the song that started everything. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it's only appropriate that we start off with it. It's called Back in My Head Again. I love it. Absolutely. Uh, you guys, please enjoy Levi Evans here in the Jam Happy Hour Benefiting Sweet Relief. And make sure you comment along. Oh, 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 oh. Back in my head again. I can't seem to move past it. Baggage chain floating me And I might sink And in the dead of night Trying not to think It's always the same It's always the same My two feet tread in the plane Tried to find me a name Gotta cut off the rope And gotta break out the chain We used to love it When it rained We used to love it Back in my head again Back in my head again Back in my head again oh, mm. I want it to fade Just fade into black And before it pulls over It's like I don't know ya Trenching my costa Saturday Rasta Stuck in our petty ways Thinking of yesterday, locked by a tempest look Go where the shadows lay, drink on the day shift Just the same old shit, think it was aimless But I can't control it, back in my head again Back in my head again, I can't seem to move past it Baggage chain floating me And I might sink And in the dead of the night Trying not to think It's always the same It's always the same My two feet tread in the plane Tried to find me a name Gotta cut off the rope And gotta break out the chain We used to love it When it rained We used to love it Back in my head again Back in my head again Back in my head again mm -hmm. Back in my head again Back in my head Back in my head again So that's the one that started it all, huh? Yeah, that was my first release and kind of, yeah, that started it all. Well, I find it very interesting, you know, that 
you know, here we are, most overused word ever, pandemic. So we're in this like whole new way of doing life in the last couple of years. And you decide this is a great time to start releasing music. Yeah, I mean, it's (laughs) again, like, yeah, it just, it kind of, I was holding on a bunch of music and I was releasing under a different name. uh, Because I I, when I was talking, when I first started making music, actually, Mm -hmm. it was more, it was a lot more hip hop. And uh, and I was going by Muttley. And then, uh, yeah, I just, I had all this music and then I kind of met my manager and then we kind of were holding off and then, yeah, the pandemic hit and we just kind of decided to start rolling things out, you know? You know, we were all losing our minds a little bit at the time, I think. Uh, I think it's a solid time to try something new and see if it sticks. And, and then clearly it has. Here we are a couple of years later and you continue to put out music. What is kind of your process of, you know... Because of, you know, your family history, mm-hmm. you've seen the old way of how music was done. And it seems like it's very much changed now. So this whole, the marketing plan and the, and the, and the rollout and the, like, I think a lot of that, when done right, it's beautiful. But uh, I think nowadays it's kind of like you as the artist has a lot, you have a lot more control over what you put out. And how does that feel? Is that liberating? Is it frightening? Like, how does that, you know, sit with you that you are in control of the ship? Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't have anything to compare it to, but I definitely mm-hmm. know, you know, because I mean, the beautiful thing now is every, you, anyone, you know, without any representation or any record label, yeah. you can get your music out there to everyone. And I think that's totally. a beautiful thing, you know? Uh, yeah, I think that's, it's kind of, it's kind of amazing in that way that, you know, it's mm-hmm. now it's anyone can do it. Now, some people do it with a TikTok yeah, <laughs> and then you're like, wait, what <laughs> just happened here? And then, you know, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. If it catches, it catches. That's great. Um, but then there's also, you know, artists that are putting in the time and putting in the songwriting and doing the production. And they are also in control of when they want to put their music out. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, this is an original line. So I, I forgot who told me this line, but he did put it very, very well. It's like, you know, people, artists sometimes, including myself, you know, will kind of mm-hmm. complain maybe about social media and in and, and that sort of way. But also it's like, you know, back in the day, you're handing out CDs like, you know, at your local high schools or something. So right. it's a double-edged sword, you know, it's like, it's hard to navigate and it's saturated, but also it's like kind of anyone can do it. So that's also kind of amazing. It is very double-edged sword when it comes to social media, because you do have that instant access to uh, not only people that are very much into you and into your music, Levi and Evans with us uh, here tonight in the Jam Happy Hour, but also people who don't know you and, and, and just kind of happen upon you. And, you know, maybe they're not into the same vibe and it, it is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, going back to a time when it was cassettes out, the, out of the trunk of the car and um, that that's how you got word of mouth. Now it's like you can post a video and I mean, your Instagram is great. I mean, it's, 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 it's fun. It's colorful. It, it's eye catching. Like you're doing the thing. Uh, but it's like, how much of that do you feel is like, is like truly like where you're at? You Are you trying to keep it like, you know, if you're coming to my socials, then you're going to get Levi? Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I'm on myself, you know, on my socials, mm-hmm. you know, and doing my art and stuff. And, uh, you know, right before this, my manager was telling me, like, he was like, he's, trying to poke me to get on TikTok more, which I have to do. (laughs) Aren't they all? Yeah. You know, (laughs) but you know, I think it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. So just, you know, gets your, gets good exposure and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I I try, I try to see it as like, you got to have fun with it. Cause if it's like a chore, then it's not gonna be fun. But you know, even like, so I illustrate too. So I'll post like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll do time lapses of my drawings and stuff like that. So you know, even though it is, it can sometimes, and sometimes, I mean, 
I'm so stressed out with like just making songs that it's hard sure. to post something every day. So, um, but again, it's like just trying to keep it like a game and have fun with it, you know? Well, yeah, you have to think of it as an, an, an appendage, yeah. if you will. Like, it's just, you know, it's another, it's another way to enjoy what it is that you're doing and what you're putting out there, uh, whether it's musically or creatively or, you know, art-wise or stuff like that. So I, it's great. If you guys aren't following along with Levi, I know uh, Emily just put the handles up. Definitely jump in. And if you are, throw us a thumbs up because that means we get to donate another dollar to the Sweet Relief Fund. And that's what it's all about here tonight, just enjoying uh, music with Levi, getting to know him a little bit better, his music, his art a little bit better, and raising money for a great fund. Again, I tell you, it's like the quickest hour in music, but uh, we are quickly approaching the 20 minute mark and we've got songs to get through. So what would you like to perform for us next? Okay. This one, uh, I just released it. It's my newest release. It's called Let Me Know. Um, And it's pretty much about the world ending. Oh, great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Levi's in the jam happy hour here tonight. Are we supposed to leave? Is that what you're telling me? Put your barrel to everything Then calling it settling When money is obsolete When nothing's under your feet Then will you talk to me Then will you talk Afflicted by your own game Act like you're not to blame Tell us that seasons change Tell us we're playing games When nothing will grow When there's one place to go then will you let me know Then will you let me know Tell us to pack up our bags Like all of us could Stare to face God The mother of good When all of it's gone Oh, we understood You said we were crazy Like we won't push daisies, no Then will you let me know Then will you let me know Then will you let me know, let me know, let me know Are we supposed to leave? Are we supposed to leave? Are we supposed to leave? about the end of the world about the end of the world (laughs) what's the context in that though um you know it's about kind of uh, you know with what we're doing kind of to our planet like are we supposed Mm -hmm. to leave and how we're running it dry and like you know is that what we expect to do and you know and i was thinking about people going to Mars and all that stuff. And just like, are we just, is that it? Like, you know, instead of putting Gosh, all this money not. into, yeah, I mean, you know, we're putting a bunch of money into going other places and it's like, what about like 
this one we got right now. I don't know. It, it, it's pretty dope here. Yeah, it's pretty we, cool we here. Like it I here. Mean, we got <laughs> we got plants, you know, like animals and air, got beaches, so, beaches. There's no trees. No Mars on you know beaches on Mars. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I love that you know you're creating art around that. It's a, it's a very powerful message, and I think it's you know obviously something that unfortunately you know the younger generations are going to be left to. Uh, you know, deal with. So whatever we can do to, you know, bring uh, light to the issue. I think that's great that you wrote that. So that's your most recent release. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, is there, are there plans to release more? Oh yeah. Oh, We're yeah. not stopping. It's gone. I mean, <laughs> you know, full steam ahead, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. What um, is kind of um, like, like musically, as far as songwriting, creating, producing, like what is kind of your method? Like, do you wake up with an idea in your head and you're like, oh, I think this could be something. And then it just kind of like grows layers over time. Or is it like something that you're literally just like, okay, I've got this idea. Boom. I want to hammer it out. It's, it's so unpredictable. I mean, like <laughs> the first song that I played, so uh, back in my I head again. With, yeah. So I work with this producer power, um, shout out to power. He's great. And he, um, so he had a beat that I wrote to, and then I wrote the guitar part after I wrote the song and then mm -hmm. it kind of turned into that. And then with let me know what I just played. I mean, I just woke up one morning and grabbed a guitar and kind of played those chords and then wrote the song. So it really, it's, it's, it's an enigma, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's changing forever changing. And I'm still trying to figure out you know the best method um but she's I don't a fickle think beast is. yeah it really is i mean um but yeah it's just it's for you know it's changing and it's there's no one way to do it now you talked about um waking up having an idea grabbing guitar have you always been like musically inclined when it comes to instruments um i've always played instruments since i was a young age like i think i started playing guitar and piano when i was five but i wow. never practiced i mean <laughs> i also when i went to when i lived i lived in new york for a little while and i was at uh i think it was the i was at a it was like an after school program mm -hmm. i think it was um for music and i played trumpet and i played drums which both of which i can't play anymore <laughs> um but yeah i mean i've always played a lot of instruments but didn't start practicing until I went to college because I, oh, wow. I, you know, I went there and I was like, I'm pretty good at guitar. And then I like went to college and I, I saw kids who got in for being good at guitar and I was right. like, whoa, man, I wow. suck. So like, <laughs> I had to catch up, you know? Uh, one of my really good friends is uh, Mark Tremonti uh, from Alderbridge and Creed. And yeah, when you see somebody that has like a knowledge of guitar, like he does, it's yeah. just like, it's mind blowing. I've never had the ability to play an instrument. So I've always been very, very jealous. Um, do you think musically in the sense of chords and how everything's going to lay out? And are you reading music or are you just kind of listening to how a song is going to come into your head? Um, yeah, it used to be all feel. Um, mm -hmm. but then I went to college and I learned a bit about theory. Um, and then I started, you know, I kind of learned the rules. And then mm. I had a great piano teacher. His name is Oz. Um, and he taught me all about jazz piano. And okay. that really kind of, that, that you know, that, that translated actually to guitar too. And just like how I make chords. Now I'm trying to unlearn everything because <laughs> Why? I feel like, because it can sometimes put me in a box. Like I'll be like doing something and I'm like, wait, 
I can't do that. Like that's against the rules, you know, um, <laughs> the musical rules. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to just instinct now, you know, cause sometimes like I catch myself, I'll like play a chord progression. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, wait, it doesn't have to make sense. It's just like a feeling, you know, what makes um, sense anymore? Exactly. Not, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, especially in the creative process. And you, I yeah. mean, you're clearly a creative between music and songwriting and art. And I know illustration was, uh, you know, something that you're very attached to as well, which also I, I can't draw a stick figure. So you are an <laughs> enigma to me, sir. Uh, I'm thrilled <laughs> to get to know you a little bit better tonight here in the Jam Happy Hour. Again, benefiting Sweet Relief Musicians Fund. So if you guys are enjoying or if you have a request or if you have a question or or if there's anything popping around in your head, please comment it because every time you do that, we get to donate a dollar on the behalf of uh, tonight's show with Levi Evans, which we are thoroughly enjoying and it's going by way too fast. So let's mm. jump in uh, as we're about to hit that halfway mark on your third song of the evening. Uh, what are you going to play for us next? Uh, this next one is called Lalo. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say about it, so I'll just, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just hop right in. All right. Thanks so much. Laying on the stone, trouble on the fairground Doggy need a comb, but a bone all he care about Scrolling on your phone, tell me where you are now Settle for a loan, getting home anyway, how? I said, baby, throwing back, matches on the mattress Jumping over turnstiles, spinning by a halo You can make me lay low I said, baby, throwing back Matches on the mattress, jumping over turnstiles, spinning by a low. You can make me lay low, keep it on the low. Quiet as the sound of falling snow, settle for alone. Careless as the boys of rock and roll, living out a daydream. It's funny where it takes me. Keeps us spinning upside down Moments in a sleeping town It's something in your way could drive me mad I'm trying to see what's up beneath the plaid I'm tipsy when no bottles have been at Something in your way could drive me mad Baby thrown back Matches on the mattress Jumping over turnstiles Spinning by a halo you can make me lay low I said, baby, throwing back Matches on the mattress Jumping over turnstiles You full acrobatics Spinning by a halo Spending on my payroll You can make me lay low Lay low Lay low Lay low Lay low Lay low, lay low, lay low, lay low. Oh, oh, oh. 
That's a vibe. Thank you. That makes me want to lay low. Yeah. That makes me want to like curl up. Damn that man. makes me just want to like yeah. be with my favorite people and just like be totally chill. And that's exactly what it's about, man. Love that. I think we need more yeah. of that in our lives. <laughs> I, uh, I'm definitely not going to press you for, you know, where that, that moment was, but, um, <laughs> I, what I got in that song is, you know, you talk about your early musical influences being, you know, like hip and hop, hip, hip and hop, hip hop, yeah. and, you know, a handful of other things, but I mean, obviously you, you have some other influences because I mean, it's very singer songwriter. It's very melodic. It's very like, like, what did you grow up listening to outside of hip hop? So my earliest, so I had this iPod shuffle. I had the iPod shuffle the that original. was the original. So it was like a USB yeah, yeah. drive. Um, <laughs> my, it's, it's crazy. My music vocabulary is actually is shockingly terrible. Like, so especially because <laughs> with this drive, you know, I just stuck it in the computer and I just like kind of, I didn't even know who was singing like a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it didn't you know, have the screens. It didn't have there. the LED. Yeah, it didn't have, the, it didn't have anything, so, you know? So, okay. um, but the strokes definitely yeah. big big influence um um is this it that album amazing album still um still amazing if you're not familiar yeah, with seriously. it please go look it up and all of your favorite streamings because yeah it's fantastic um yeah and then you know who else uh I'm trying to think who else i mean like yeah cage the elephant as well mm. for thinking about like kind of more like the rocky stuff um they're again, so great lives yeah, I haven't seen them live. I want to, though. Yeah. We have to make Definitely. that happen. I got, we have to make that yeah. happen. <laughs> we have to make that happen. I think your mind will be slightly blown. Uh, it's a great energy. Again, also like a la the strokes and, and kind of that just like that big electric front man, the amazing, you know, musicianship behind it. It's a full on uh, show. And speaking of which shows, um, you know, how how are you thinking about, you know, your live shows and when you're going to be out there? doing the thing so yeah i've done a few shows now under my belt i think around like four this year where i had like a full band yeah um i was doing some acoustic stuff yeah i mean dude whole different vibe. It was, it's cool it's a whole different vibe i mean i did some shows when i was like 16 and 17 mm -hmm. just like rapping with a backing track you know with my friends yeah. so we kind of had like a little group that we used to you know do parties and stuff um <laughs> but yeah the band playing with full band is is a totally different vibe i love it yeah. um I really do love it, but uh, yeah, I'm playing with like the click and everything and stand in, but yeah, it's good. It's a good time. How are the, how are the butterflies when you hit the stage? Are they the good butterflies or are they the crazy butterflies? Um, they're pretty good. Something switches off, you know, mm. I can't believe going back to, yeah, it's like now that I have a guitar too, and I'm doing two things, uh, it was already hard enough doing one thing on stage, mm -hmm. but now like two things on stage, it's like, what? <laughs> so, it's you like know, doing this, um, right? It's like, you know, yeah. like all the things. Uh, you know, something switches off. So like, I kind of, it's like, sometimes I'm like looking up at the stage, especially if there's like some before me. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, do I really want to do this? I have bad anxiety. <laughs> so like, I'm like, do I really want to do this? And then I get, I get off it. stage and I'm like, yeah, yeah I want to do this. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I can completely relate. I have, I have horrific anxiety as well, which is really odd you know, judging what I do, but it's like, yeah, when you get on stage or when you get done and you're just like, you have that, that amazing cathartic feeling of I'm, I did that and I rocked that. And this is what I love to do. Like that brings you back. It, like, it makes you want to keep doing it, keep performing, keep writing songs. And like you said, you have plans for a lot coming up in the new year. Um, what is 23 bringing to Levi Evans? It's feeling good. It's it's feeling good. I think we're really focusing on shows mm -hmm. and 
uh yeah really because we you know the the back end of this year we are tightening up everything so i think we're gonna yeah go straight on into shows more shows uh hopefully i hope like a little tour so i can travel around because i think on the road would be really fun and then just more tunes can't stop consistency you know what are you kind of clocking at when it comes to like songs? Are you, you know, have you got like the, the box full or you're like, I know with some artists, it's like they, they write a new one and then like they kick an old one out. Yeah. I, uh, I'm actually, I have friends who, uh, who make music. I have a lot of friends. I'm actually part of a, a music collective called No Fun. And some of my guys, they have like, you know, I've talked to them about, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, over a hundred songs. Like I'm not like that. That like, gives me anxiety. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I think right now I have like a few that are like, you know, for that I'm ready to release right. or not even ready to release, but like considering releasing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not, I'm not the one with a big, you know, war chest of <laughs> songs, you know, I'm just I keep got going like a back in and just belt, digging out know? another one yeah. and throw it up and see if it hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I'm good under pressure and some, I pull it out, you know, I pull something out eventually, you know, when the deadline comes. So I think it's, uh, it's very interesting how touring can absolutely affect the uh, creative process because you're kind of forced into a different environment. You're not in your comfort zone. Uh, you're kind of on the fly. You're, you're dealing with things literally as they come at you. And sometimes that's beautiful, amazing, creative moments. Uh, and sometimes it's very stressful and, um, I find it really kind of comforting that you're just like, I'm just so ready to do it. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to just go and and live this, you know, this life. Um, yeah. Do you think that's going to affect your ability to continue to create music though? I have no idea. And you know, I, I might seem like I'm ready for it, but who knows when I'm out there, I might be like, you know, call my mom, like, mom? yeah, come pick me up. <laughs> you know, like, I need soup. so we'll see. It's, well, I just have to see how it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do, I've heard from a lot of people that, yeah, once you're on the road, it's just, it's hard to focus on being totally creative, mm-hmm. especially, you know, if you're like playing two shows here and then you got to like pack up everything and you're on a bus and then you got to play another show. It's like it definitely, you know, I could see it being very hard to have find time to write, you know, it seems chaotic. Um, yeah. Yeah. But out of the, again, like you said, out of the chaos, you know, something beautiful might happen. Totally. And so we'll just have to wait and figure it out and see how I handle it. You know, oh, I love that. Well, that's exciting. So I look forward to in 2023 in your 23rd year, which I, again, think that's pretty awesome. Let me just figured that out. Um, we're going to jump in on another song here in a second, but I wanted to remind everybody that we are here to uh, raise funds for the Sweet Relief Musicians Fund, which is a really great fund that goes to help front of the house, back of the house, you know, people that work in all kinds of different uh, parts of the live music industry. And it's a beautiful thing. If you're not familiar with it, I invite you to dig into it and get to know it a little bit better, especially if you are a fan of live music, whether it be here in the gym happy hour at your favorite uh, local uh, venue, uh, please please do support it because live music is just so good for the soul on so many levels. And having said that, uh, Levi, let's jump in on our fourth song this evening. What would you like to play for us next? This next one is called Catch Me. I love it. Levi Evans in the Jam Happy Hour for Sweet Relief. Enjoy.
We used to kick it in the back streets Late in that same old casting Would run outside for the ashen Slip back in without asking We never really learned then Anything it goes when Baby had me boxed in And 2am was closing We used to run onto the sixth floor Young and always wanted more Passion had us crashing down Like trying to stand without the floor Never seemed to sit still Cashing out on sheep thrills Nothing ever felt real Catch me slipping on the five Hold me like a holster sipping on the ride I just want you closer on it all the time We can ride when we roast Tell you everything is fine Tells me everything is catch me when you're feeling low And you can always ask me what you wanna know Leave it for what's lasting You can call your own On the ride to the coast Tell you everything is fine Tells me everything is fine Betting on the time but let you know Run as if the wheels were to go It's funny how we couldn't care to grow Outside feeling some way Bubbly from the last call Gripping a sweat Lovely how our eyes lock Drift talk Stepping off that sidewalk Caught a piece cause a mind block Devil time on a wristwatch Feeling so irrelevant, I lack the sense of any grain Altering our confidence, we never learned to deal with strain Metaphors between the line and the sleep Summertime, you pulled me out, another kind Felt relevance, once never had Catch me slipping on the five Hold me like a holster I just want you closer, want it all the time We can ride when we roast, tell you everything is fine Tells me everything is catch me when you're feeling low And you can always ask me what you wanna know Leave it for what's lasting, you can call your own On the ride to the coast, tell you everything is fine Tells me everything is fine Everything is fine Everything is fine. Oh, 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 oh. It must be such a great feeling to kind of like, uh, revisit something that you wrote a while ago. I mean, obviously that song's been out, you know, over a year now and a lot has changed in the last year. What does it feel like to kind of jump back into that headspace um, for Catch Me when so much has changed since you wrote it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely marks a time in my life, you know, and I think it, I can reminisce on that time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's, you know, it's still it still relates to me, you know, a lot and, you know, still feels like me. And yeah, I think, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I, I like it. I like the song, you know, it's a good song. It, it's interesting <laughs> in how opinion. you kind of mentioned like a, a snapshot in time, which, you know, yeah. for a song, 
is and it isn't. You know, it's like for you as the songwriter, as the artist, it is a snapshot in time. And whether it's mm -hmm. an a la Taylor Swift where it's a very autobiographical thing, if it is or if it isn't. Like a lot of people write from a very real place and then other people write from a very existential place. But in that moment, that is where your mind is at when you create this song and then boom, it's out into the world and you release it and you you give it up for everybody else to interpret it differently. Yeah. Yeah, what does that totally. feel like when you're like, there could be people hearing this that are having a completely different reaction than what you originally meant? I mean, I guess, you know, I think it's, it, again, like not to keep saying, you know, a lot of beautiful things, but it is kind of a beautiful thing. And, you know, I, I, you know, I think the goal in music is, at least for me, is being able for people to relate to it and, and mm -hmm. kind of you know, when they relate to it, they can, you know, relate it to their life. Um, sure. and it, yeah, it's, it's bigger than me. Um, so I really like it when people, you know, have their own interpretations of, of things and yeah, that's like kind of my favorite, my favorite lyrics are ones where, you know, I'm like, what is he talking about? And I'm like, it's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get like, I can kind of make up my own story with it. So yeah. Yeah. I'm a lyric nerd. Like I, yeah. I love catching on to like certain words and phrases like we did earlier when you're like in control of the ox. I'm like, I've never heard it really put that way before. And I love it when like, you know, song lyrics kind of pop up. And for me, I don't, I don't know if it's because that's how I listen to music, but I've discussed it a few times in the happy hour before there was this big study done that women hear lyrics before they hear melodies and, and it's opposite for men. Sometimes they hear the melodies before they hear the lyrics. So mm. I'm into the story. I love the yeah. story of a song and whether it's your story or my story, uh, there's a story to be had there because you are so visually creative as well with your illustrations, which I want to jump into in just a little bit. Do you picture your songs or do you hear your songs? I guess when I'm making the songs, um, it's very it's very subconscious, you know, I kind of, uh, at least the, the ones that I, most of the ones that I end up actually releasing are just kind of happen in the moment. And it's like, mm -hmm. you kind of look down at your phone and, or the lyrics, you know, the notes. And I'm like, well, I just wrote that. And like, <laughs> a, a, you know, a funny, a funny one, like catch me the, one of the lines in the chorus is catch me slipping on the five. And when I wrote that, mm -hmm. I didn't really think about it, but when I was shooting the back of my head again, music video, my tire popped in the old car I was in. If you've seen that on the five. So I literally yeah. was fishtailing on the five and it, my manager pointed out after LA, the fact, it was highway like, yeah. for people that and, don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. For people that know. Sorry. Yeah. It was a highway. My tire popped on the highway and oh, I was God, literally slipping on the five, you know? Ugh. Um, but I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. And I was kind of more like slipping, just driving, but then I was like, wow, like, that's, you know? Um, but yeah, You're so give me drive anxiety now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was an old car, very old car. And I drove it way too much. I drove it all the way around the city. Like it should not, it's, it's supposed to be in the neighborhood and I drove it to okay. the other side. You of LA own your back. part in that then. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. But when you recalled that lyric, obviously you're, you're picturing that moment or you didn't, like you're saying, like you just went with the lyric yeah. And like now, I guess like now that I'm, I'm sort of doing my own music videos now, like I'm coming up with the concepts. Mm -hmm. So, and that's when I really picture like what I want to visually, what the music wants to be, you know? And so it's, it's kind of a secondary thing. Cause I definitely, and sometimes, I mean, yeah, you know, sometimes it's in the moment I'll, I'll kind of visualize certain things, but I think it's, yeah, definitely after the fact and I'll listen to the song and I'm like, okay, this is what I want to see. You know, this is what I want to see in this music video. I'm looking at your Instagram and it's very visual and Thank there you. is this amazing little character who 
continuously pops up. Mm. Uh, is it the the little illustration? Yeah. 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 Who is that? Tell me about that. What is the deal there? Because uh, it's kind of slightly scary and adorable at the same time. Yeah, I think like, I guess it's, if I had to, I guess I've never been asked that, but if I had to, you know, describe it, I guess it would, or, you know, give it a a name or whatever. Maybe it's me and my scatterbrain, man. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, and just like brain Y'all fuzz. have I don't to go know. to his Instagram and see what I'm talking about right now. Like it is, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It's, it's like comforting and it's also, there's like a thing to it as this, oh, it's very interesting that you say that. Hmm. And on all the songs, like, oh, there he is. Yeah. There yeah. he is. There he is again. It's the logo, you know? But so, it is. So yeah. visually, that's what you see. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so supremely jealous of you. Not only are you musical, but you also can draw. And it's like, the, it's like the, 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 the double creative, like one, two punch, because I mean, obviously it, it's, it's an aesthetic and it's a creative outlet, but I think, I think it's just so fantastic. Thank you. I actually, before I found music, when I was younger, I wanted to be an animator. Um, and that then I sense. figured out that I didn't have the patience for it. <laughs> Cause it's, it's a like, lot of work. It, it's a lot of work, man. I just like, you know, I like doing my little doodles and yeah, I can't even I wouldn't call anymore. these doodles. I think these yeah. are pretty spectacular. I think you have well, a lot of talent to share and we're so happy that you. you're sharing it with us uh, tonight here in the jam happy hour again to benefit uh, Sweet Relief Musicians Fund. So if you guys want to jump over to the Instagram page and kind of see what we're talking about, it's 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 really very uh, unique and special. But come back and then comment, drop an emoji, let us know what you think when you see uh, he needs a name. Levi Evans. This is All the, right, we can the, be it's Levi. The, it's the Levi. He can be oh, actually, little no, oh, Levi. No, no, that's a cop out. That's a cop out. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Okay. I'll, I'll get back to you All on right. that. Or if you guys have suggestions on what this character's name should be, I'm going with little Levi. But if you have your mm -hmm. own, I would love to see it in the comments because it's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty spectacular. <laughs> All right, so we have a little bit of time left for a couple more songs. I want to jump um, into travel. I want to jump into a couple more uh, things with you, but I would love to hear another song. What would you like to play for us next? Cool. Um, this one is called Numbers. Um, and quick little story about it. Please. I just, when I was kind of doing these more acoustic sets, um, and I just kind of, I, I had to make more music. So I kind of just wrote something really quickly and I didn't even really like it at the time. Um, but every time I performed it, you know, people would be like, yo, like that song, like what's that song? And so eventually I was like, oh, okay, I got to like flesh this out. You know what I mean? I got to like wow. record it. And, and it, it kind of became one of my favorite songs, um, to, to date. So anyway, that's some backstory about it, but yeah. It's about the world we live in, you know? It's about the world, the world we're living in right now. All right, I'm listening. Lyrics, here we go. Self-diagnosis You've been overdosing Couldn't just roll out Got stuck in an ocean But it preys on you from outside Switching back and forth with nothing to find Confirmation should come from the inside We're lacking in that Won't you be kind 
run and hide It's always on you now Nothing applies But you just glued your eyes on what soldier It's all about numbers Staying connected is all you requested. Mad at the present, always second guessing. But it preys on you from all sides, listening to what you say at all times. Dominates the minutes, how they go by, we're lacking in them. Won't you be kind? You can't run and hide, it's always on you now. Nothing applies, but you just glued your eyes on what's all yeah. Won't you be kind? Can't run and hide. It's always on you now. Nothing applies. But you just glued your eyes on what soldier. It's all about numbers. It ain't all about numbers. It ain't all about numbers. That's a really great statement as far as with social media and with tech and how everything's about followers and and clicks and likes and shares and uh, content. Uh, Remember when life was life and it wasn't content? I know, man. It's crazy. But it's that's a- what we have music for, you know, to make us feel a little less alone. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's going to continue to be that way. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think you have to self-regulate it. Yeah, um, for sure. Which I think like that song kind of touches on a little bit. And again, the you know, lyrics are fantastic. So when it comes to like these issues, like you're not afraid to write a song about social media or create a song about climate change or are, are, are you seeing your music as a way to kind of like drive what you're passionate about? Yeah, you know, definitely. I think those I mean, those two songs like it, it's because I didn't really it wasn't like a premeditated thing. It kind of just happened. And mm-hmm. like especially with the, you know, the subject matter and. Um, but yeah, I mean, I am passionate about those things and I, you know, I do think they are, you know, issues that we have to address. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, it was kind of very natural kind of writing those songs again. It was like, I kind of woke up one was, I woke up in the morning and just did that. And then that song again was right before I went to bed numbers. I just, yeah, I just like grabbed a guitar and just wrote it. Yeah. That was a quick uh, one. Yeah. It was the, yeah, the, the first verse and the chorus was very very fast and then interesting and then i had to flesh out kind of the the second verse and yeah but you already had the story you already had you know your roadmap of where you wanted to go and what you wanted to say and then 
you know, you get to kind of release it out into the world like that and kind of like share your thoughts, which is actually a really cool thing. And, and for everybody tuning in tonight, I hope you guys are enjoying the music. If so, please continue to comment along uh, as we raise money for the Sweet Relief Musicians Fund. Um, oddly enough, we are using social media to do a very good thing. Uh, so it can be, you know, it can be double-sided as well. And that way we get to connect. Uh, have you been to Napa in a while? I know you're in California, but do you ever come out this way? No, I don't think I... I don't think I've ever been to Napa, actually. I might be wrong. Maybe when I was younger, but not not in my adultish life, you know. Well, if you ever do come out uh, this way, we have this uh, amazing uh, venue and this music space. We would love to host you uh, to come out and play and, and enjoy as our hour is wrapping up ever so quickly. And again, so it's the quickly. fastest hour. <laughs> and I, I do want to talk a little bit about travel because I think it's important. Totally. Like you, you grew up being able to see a lot of different places in the world at a very young age. Do you think that kind of influenced how you see the world versus like maybe some of your friends that have been in LA their whole lives? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think so. Um, I was very privileged to have that experience, you know, from a young age, mm -hmm. and it definitely shaped who I have become, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, but to me, it's, again, it's like hard to, it's hard to, for me to be in those shoes of someone else and, and, and to make that comparison. I'll tell you, the first time I went to Europe, I was your age, I was 23, and I had never been out of, you know, a handful of Southern states in, in the U.S., and it was very shocking and jarring and mind-blowing in the best way to me. So yeah. I have to think being able to experience that at a very young age would have to be incredibly beneficial. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, I moved around a lot, um, mm -hmm. and it was, I, 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 the, it did, it, it was very beneficial and, and um, and just be able to see, be exposed to different cultures and everything, yeah. um, kind of, it was harder for me to find my identity because of it. Um, gotcha. and it's, yeah, I mean, you know, I had a hard time making friends wherever I moved, mm -hmm. um, you know, took me a while to acclimate, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's really, really important that we experience other people's cultures because um, then we can, you know, have empathy for things, more empathy for people that are different and that you, you might not understand, right. you know, their values in certain places, but, you know, to kind of take that into consideration and empathize. I didn't, I didn't move internationally. Uh, I moved a lot, uh, you know, as a child and four high schools, five different states. Like I can kind of, kind of commiserate, you know, not commiserate, but here's the one thing I'll take away from it is that you can put me in a room anywhere in the world with anybody and I can strike up a conversation because I think we had to as yeah. children always being the new kid. And I think that is a superpower actually. Yeah. And I think it's yeah, coming I'm through in your music. Thank you. Yeah. Definitely took me a while, a while to figure out the superpower, but we're getting there, you know? <laughs> well, I think yeah. it's beautiful and it is definitely coming through for us. We have time for one more song this evening. Uh, what would you like to play for us last? Um, this last song is unreleased. Oh, hey, yeah. it's Christmas. So, all right. There you go. Christmas came early. <laughs> awesome. All, dude, Christmas is creeping up, man. You it's say like unreleased to me. Halloween. I get all giddy. So. so this one's called Faith. Love it. I'm just tuning my guitar. I, Please I'm do. Really, sorry uh, while that. you're tuning your guitar, I'm going to remind everybody, here's your last chance to get your comments, your likes, your emojis, your happy faces. We're hearing like new music nobody's ever heard before. Like go to town and comment along because for everyone, we're going to donate a dollar with Jam Sellers to the Sweet Relief Fund. So this is the time. If you want to throw up emojis and try to make uh, Levi laugh, please do. We love to mess somebody up during a song. Takes the pressure off. Takes so, the pressure off. <laughs> especially when I've, I don't think I've ever, I've never performed this in front of people. 
So oh, this is really nice. This is unique yeah, and so special. Thank on, you. You know? Um, but yeah, so I'll get into it. But yeah, this song is called Faith. It's unreleased. And here we go. Thank you so much. We talk as if it's gracious Or what you put on me A bed under a tree We spoke a sweet nothing Can't miss what's detrimental You know it to be true We're all a little mental Just look at us too I found my faith in a garden far away Where the pill's so hard to take Both equally true I found my faith Though it seems so night and day Still it feels I just might break it's the only thing that's keeping me from you From you From you From you Eyes wide shut is somewhere to be You know it ain't cheap Take it from me I said, oh, I've been there Out on the sea No one to be Just take it from me I found my faith In a garden far away Where the pill's so hard to take both equally true I found my faith Though it seems so night and day Still it feels I just might break It's the only thing that's keeping me from you From you From you from you, from you, from you, from you, from you, 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 We love unreleased music. That yeah. was fantastic. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's kind of like, was it? A, was that a deep breath moment? Like, okay, here we go. 
Yeah, for sure. That was a beautiful <laughs> yeah. song. It's so, it's like, I, I know you've been quoted as saying, you know, a mirror and a window. Music can be a mirror and a window. And, you know, I think everybody's like, when you hear a song like that, which obviously has a big emotional undertone to it, you're just like, oh my God, I'm projecting my own story into it. But then you're like, you're trying to figure out your story as well. And it was just a beautiful song. Thank you so much for sharing it with us tonight. Thank you. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed the hour. I know we've enjoyed uh, your musical skills and your voice and the lyrics and the stories and, and your time. And thank you so much for being a part of the Gem Happy Hour to Benefit Sweet Relief this evening. It was a pleasure, an absolute pleasure. Well, please, if you're ever in Napa, come hang. And uh, we would love to have you back uh, again in the future. In the meantime, cheers to you. Cheers to your music. Cheers to 23 on both levels. Um, it's going to be a beautiful year. Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Have a beautiful night. Good night. <laughs>